You're listening to the Eltham Baptist Church Podcast. Good evening, everyone. It's a real joy uh, for us to be up here today and just to speak to you and to share what God has done. Tonight, for me, is a, a wonderful example of what it means to persevere in prayer. And I'm speaking here of families um, who have maybe someone out there in the world, you could maybe call them a prodigal son, prodigal daughter, prodigal father, prodigal mother. Um, persevere in prayer. We're going to hear a little bit about that as we ask Stephen a few a few questions. Stephen, um, just give us a little bit about um, your back. Um, is this on? In there? Oh, I see. <laughs> okay, um, I'm from Johannesburg in South Africa originally, um, but I've lived in Australia most of my life. So yeah. That's correct. Uh, my grandfather's Greek. Um, believe it or not, I look like an albino, but uh, <laughs> so I've got Greek blood in me. <laughs> yes, it's not strange if you've been up to Thessaloniki. Um, mm. Some of us have been there. We see all these tall, fair people, and you wonder where we where we were. But that's a lot of people are like that. <laughs> um, uh, what school did you go to? Um, I went to Dumbell Christian College. Then we never had it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, a good family, a Christian family. Um, yeah, so we're pretty normal. And, uh, so yeah. pretty normal, yeah. But that Christianity was normal? No, I did in my younger years yeah. because um, like I went to a Christian high school and everything. Yeah. But yeah. And, uh, Not so much detail. Oh, I just suppose, like, um, I sort of went my own way in life, but then, um, like, I really wanted to experience the opposite of what a Christian life was like, so I went really, 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 really hard in the opposite direction, um, just in, just with pretty much, like, everything you can imagine. Um, do I, like, name specific things? Yeah, uh, so let's just, yeah, basically I went um, in the opposite direction and I did everything the Bible says not to do, like, just like with drugs and just everything. Um, and that really messed up my mental health and then I became, like, really, really... Are we getting to the point where we talk about God yet? Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Um, and then it, got to, like, it just got to the point where, like, I was really, really suicidal and I was getting taken for, like, psychiatric assessments and I had, like, um, yeah, serious mental health problems. I was pretty violent. Um, I was just a very hate-filled person. I was very numb. Um, but, yeah, I struggled with, like, self-harm. Just, like, just, yeah, I was really, really messed up. I was in a really bad place. It was terrible, yeah. So in order for you to start out on a journey like that, mm. there must have been some kind of a, a belief that there would be happiness in that. Did you think that the, the world would offer you happiness in your pursuits? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did. Um, and so... Um, I suppose I started to see just like the damaging effect that it had on myself and other people. Um, and I saw that while you might get like a certain sense of euphoria in the moment, 
long-term contentness wasn't possible for me without God. And I just I sort of knew that. I don't know if it was because I was brought up in a Christian home, like I had that idea of God, but um, I just knew it was something to come back to. Um, like, I suppose things got worse and worse just in, in my life. Um, and there was one night where I was just, like, taken to the hospital and I had a bunch of stuff going on and, like, um, yeah, it was just getting really bad. Like, I was on depression for, I was on, like, medication for depression and I realised, like, my life was really bad and I was, like, showing symptoms of psychosis and a lot of other things. Um... And then, like, when, when I saw just how bad it had gotten, I was like, hey, something needs to change. Like, I obviously can't um, make good decisions for myself. And I confided in a friend um, who recommended that I spoke with you. <laughs> That's my answer. Yeah. Um, and, um, so this led up to um, the 3rd of August uh, of this year. Um, I, I just remember uh, having looked at some of the So basically, yeah, I spoke to the friend and then, like, I was told that it might be a good idea to go pray with Sam Scott. And then I, I like, I really, I don't know why I did it. Um, I sort of either thought nothing was going to happen or I was going to, like, be set on fire. But um, I, I went and I prayed with you and I could just feel, like, just, like, God's peace. Like, the second I saw you and I walked in the office, because beforehand I was, like, really, really really nervous and um just like as a violent person i was like really nervous just about being violent towards sam like i don't know why but it's just like i had like really intrusive thoughts but then like when i actually like entered the office it was just like so peaceful and liz was there and it was just like it was wonderful yeah So I think like the, it was, yeah, it was a process. We prayed through some things, but subsequently I felt like, I mean, it's really difficult to explain. Like, like every, like my view on everything changed pretty instantaneously. Like it wasn't like um, a logical thing where I read the Bible and I saw like what good Christian characteristics are. Like it, it happened very rapidly. Like I just remember walking outside and seeing people and having love for them instead of wanting to hurt them because I was very like just aggressive and sadistic. And then like just having a clarity, like a sense of clarity, like a dark cloud had been lifted off me, like literally like just a lot of the things that like a psychiatrist or like a psychologist would explain as mental health disorders or like problems like depression, anxiety, like antisocial personality disorders and psychosis, pretty much all lifted off pretty instantaneously. So. 
Yeah, so since then, like, I really don't have any of the major depressive episodes, like, that would lead me to hospital or psychosis or um, anything. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's been a pretty huge change. Yeah. Exactly. And it just shows you how real God is. Because, like, I promise, like, if, if you'd met me before um, the 3rd of August, or, like, yeah, especially, like, a year ago, like, I was just a very, like, intense person and had a lot of issues. But then instantaneously, see, God just changes your heart to, like, care for people and you see things in your heart just, like, aligns with what his heart yearns for. Like, you really just get a sense of what God cares about. I don't know, I just like, I just hope people get a very real sense of like just the reality of God and the reality of your prayers and like the difference you can make in conversation with someone's life because like just understanding how real the spiritual realm is and just like how there are people out there that are just like hurting and like as God's children we're meant to go out and actually like change people's lives, like introduce people to God or like... I don't know, and I know that the people that have played that role in my life when I was, like, distant from God have meant a lot to me, and, like, yeah. So would you say that the trajectory of your life has taken Yeah, yeah, 100%. <laughs> Thank God, yeah. <laughs> One verse that comes to mind, uh, if any man be in Christ, he's in Christ. Definitely. Mic on, yes. Um, Stephen, do you profess Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? Yeah. Wonderful. So, without um, further ado, we will baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Ha, ha, ha.
I just feel really joyful right now, despite the fact that I'm just in front of everyone. You've been listening to the Eltham Baptist Church podcast. If you'd like to hear more or simply pay us a visit, go to www.elthambaptist.com.au.